Say hello to a new era of mental health care. Cerebral is here to help you achieve your mental wellness goals with professional therapy and medication management support. 100% online. You'll experience the all-new Cerebral way, an innovative approach to mental wellness designed around you. You'll get a personalized treatment plan from a therapist, prescriber, or both in a safe and judgment-free space. Your cerebral therapist or prescriber will outline a customized plan with clear milestones along the way, so you can get to feeling your best. With Cerebral, you're not alone in your mental health journey. We're here to empower you to live a fulfilling life. So take that first step towards a brighter future and sign up today at Cerebral.com slash podcast and use code ACAST to get 15% off your first month. Offer only valid on monthly plans. Other exclusions may apply. Offer ends July 31st, 2024. See site for details. This is your Times Daily World Briefing for Tuesday the 5th of July. I'm Steve Forbes. And I'm Tom Clayton. A deadly mass shooting during a day of celebration in the U.S., we got a lot more work to do. And six die in Italian glacier collapse. Times of London Daily World Briefing. We start in the United States, where celebrations of Independence Day turned into multiple mass shootings across the country, some resulting in deaths. In Chicago, during a 4th of July parade, six people were killed and another 36 injured. Alexander was at the scene at Highland Park. It was just horrible. I went back, there was a few people shot on the ground, and there was a little boy that was in somebody's, one of the police officers' arms, and that's, uh, that was the worst experience ever because, you know, all I thought about was my son, and I can only imagine what that family's going through. Police have arrested a 22-year-old man following the attack. President Joe Biden said in a statement that he was shocked by the senseless gun violence in his country. But we got a lot more work to do. We got to get this under control. We got to get this under control. I just want to keep um, just a slight moment of silence for all those families. When you head home, head home safely. Head home safely. Michael Tabman is an FBI special agent who commanded 250 agents across three states. He told Times Radio this attack wouldn't be the last of its kind. I recall back in 2012 at the Sandy Hook Elementary School shooting, I was sure that would be the impetus for change, that it would just rally the country uh, together. And it didn't happen then. It hasn't happened with Uvalde, Texas, and it's not going to happen now. And, you know, as a, as a country, we're betraying ourselves uh, and we're going to continue this gun violence as long as guns are readily available to anyone who wants them. Multiple mass shootings occurred in the U.S. on the 4th of July, including an incident in Philadelphia where two police officers were shot. Since the beginning of this year, there has been at least one mass shooting per week in the United States. Back to Denmark now, where the suspect of a shooting in the capital, Copenhagen, has been remanded in custody and will be kept in a psychiatric ward. Three people died and several were wounded when a 22-year-old man shot randomly at civilians at Fields Shopping Mall on Sunday. Danish Prime Minister Mette Frederiksen called the shooting the worst possible nightmare. Yesterday, here in the fields building behind us, an unusually brutal attack on completely innocent people took place. Children, young, adults, families who were on their way to a concert, shopping, starting their summer holidays, enjoying a Sunday in our fantastic city. And in the space of a few minutes, what should have been a nice evening turned into the worst possible nightmare. 
god søndag i vores fantastiske Authorities said they did not suspect the crime to be an act of terrorism, adding there was no indication the suspects had acted together with others. Maximilian von Rensseln was at the mall when the suspects opened fire. I was going to do some shopping and uh, decided to go to Fields Mall. Um, luckily, I had just uh, taken the later bus and um, just when I was about to reach um, I heard some shots and uh, people started running out of the mall. Um, and at that moment, I realized that there was uh, there was a shooting going on. So I turned around and started running as well and uh, tried to find the, the first place to hide. The Times of London reporter Oliver Whitfield Majocic is in Copenhagen and says the judge banned the media there from reporting his name and explains what's at stake for the suspect. In total, he faces three counts of murder and four charges of attempted murder. The authorities say 30 people were injured in Sunday's attack. Floral tributes have now been left outside of the shopping centre. Prime Minister Mette Frederiksen says that Denmark's peace was shattered for just a second in an attack that she called unusually brutal. The incident rocked Denmark at the end of a week in which it hosted the first of three stages of the Tour de France cycle race. The attack took place as many young people had flocked to the mall ahead of a concert to be held by Harry Styles on Sunday evening, not far from the shopping centre. The concert was cancelled. Police say the suspect was in possession of a rifle, ammunition and a knife when he was arrested and did not have a licence to use them. On the way, a new film about the world's greatest living explorer and the Eiffel Tower is in need of a facelift. Times of London Daily World Briefing. Rescue operations are continuing in the Italian Alps after at least six people were killed when a mountain glacier collapsed. Sunday's avalanche happened on the Marmalada, the highest mountain in the Dolomites. Eight other people were injured in the fall and taken to hospital, but it's said they're not in a good condition. Here's Alpine Rescue Coordinator Gino Comelli. Okay, in, uh, in this moment, is, uh, six person is, uh, is uh, morte and uh, eight in, uh, in the hospital in, uh, in, in not good condition. Authorities say that the huge mass of ice collapsed close to the Punta Roca, a route used by hikers and climbers to reach the summit of the mountain. It's claimed that record temperatures due to a heatwave in Italy caused the glacier to shrink and collapse. Despite receding floodwaters in parts of Sydney, thousands more people have been ordered to leave their homes as torrential rain continues to batter Australia's east coast. This emergency is now uh, well and truly into its fourth day. Whilst the rain is starting to ease across Sydney, uh, the emergency is far from over. That's Minister for Emergency Services and Resilience Steph Cook. The latest wild storm cell has seen several places receive more than Australia's annual rainfall in just three days. Roads have been cut off, some houses are underwater and thousands have been left without power. New South Wales Premier Dominic Perotet has urged people to continue to be cautious in the conditions. This event is far from over. Please don't be complacent uh, wherever you are. Please be careful uh, when you're driving on our roads. Obviously, there is still substantial risk uh, for flash flooding across our state. 
And once again, as we always say, please don't drive through floodwaters. Widespread flooding across Australia, driven by La Nina weather pattern, has killed more than 20 people this year, many in New South Wales. More than 100 evacuation orders have been issued across Greater Sydney for the current emergency. The Times Daily World Briefing. Sport. With more on another controversial moment for this year's Wimbledon tennis tournament, here's John Jackson. Australian Nick Kyrgios reached his first Grand Slam quarterfinal for seven years in an uncharacteristically angelic performance on Monday. However, his interpretation of the strict Wimbledon clothing rules might still get him in hot water. The world number 40 tennis player had already picked up two fines so far at the tournament and could face another one after walking on court wearing red trainers for his match against American Brandon Nakashima. He played the game in white shoes, but after his five-set win, changed back into the red ones and also wore a red cap while doing his on-court interview, having donned a white one during the match. Asked afterwards why he had deliberately broken the rule stating that players must wear all white on court, the Australian offered a curt response of, because I do what I want. The Times Daily World Briefing. Entertainment. The Guinness Book of Records' greatest living explorer, Ranulph Fiennes, a veteran British adventurer, shares the highs and lows of his life in the new documentary film Explorer. Born in 1944, Sir Ranulph was the first person to visit both the North and South Poles by surface and the first to completely cross Antarctica unsupported on foot. Between 1979 and 1983, Fines travelled 52,000 miles around the globe on its polar axis. Fines premiered the film recounting these groundbreaking achievements on Monday. And finally, the famous French landmark that tourists from all over the world flock to for Instagrammable moments, the Eiffel Tower, is riddled with rust and in need of repairs, according to a new report. The tower is getting a cosmetic paint job just in time for the 2024 Olympic Games in Paris, according to confidential reports cited by a French magazine, Marianne. Designed as the centrepiece of the 1889 World's Fair in Paris, the tower was a commemorative piece for the centennial of the French Revolution, as well as showing off France's industrial might. It was only made to last 20 years, but as it was equipped with a radio antenna and wireless telegraph transmitter, the French government decided it was worth it to leave it intact. And that's your Times Daily World Briefing for Tuesday the 5th of July. This podcast from The Times is brought to you in partnership with Google Podcasts.